My name is Zack, and I play the half-elf wizard, Alaris Geldreen, a special legionnaire of the Pandominion. You're listening to Advantage. in episode 43 of this arc, our heroes split up in order to talk to officials about the new arrangements with the City of Healing. Morlinde met with the presiding druid of Letris, Penthala, and Colbin and Gavil from the Circle of the Land. Ulrich talked to elders Fallhide and Yesric over the protected remnants. Grimton rallied the dwarven refugees to fight for their new home, and Dolores waited at the Weaver's Guild to collect the Lieutenant Colonel Erica Try. They arrived in camp early, early in the morning. And that's where we'll pick up. So it's the next morning, I've been woken up by the sounds of the camp coming alive with activity. Last night was long, the elders have generously let you sleep in just long enough to get in a full rest. You can see the haze of morning dew being evaporated by the warm sun. Grimton, you see a black leather boot hit the ground a few inches away from your face and gently kick your forehead. Wake up, Statyand. When we promised to help, we didn't anticipate we'd be doing it without you. And you look up to see the cunning smiles of Briston and Herrick Ormain, and then behind him a whole legion of other dwarves that you recognize from the night. That needs to be their official name, the Legion of Other Dwarves. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Can I roll to see if he actually woke me up? Uh, sure. Because Grimton is a heavy sleeper. Yeah. He woke me up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, when you come into the central encampment from the secluded tent area that the uh, elders have erected for you the, in the nights previous, you see that the protected remnants have already begun tearing down their shelters and rolling up their blankets. Everybody is helping someone pack their bags or collect their meager belongings. To the side, you see uh, the lieutenant colonel talking with Elder Yesrik. And Yesrik's eyes look bewildered, and he sees your party approaching, uh, and says, aha, uh, just the group we need. The, uh, the, the captain, uh, tries as Lieutenant Colonel. So, sorry, the Lieutenant Colonel here was just taking attendance of all the tools that we're going to need in order to properly prepare ourselves. And we've talked and agreed that Carver's Tooth would be the proper location for our stand down. Try shouts at the group, uh, magically amplifying her voice to be heard by the whole camp. We have an absurd amount of things to do and absurdly little time to do them. Fall in when you have everything ready. We'll be moving out in five minutes. Back at her normal speaking voice addressing a lot of you. Do you have anyone that knows the forest very well and can leave now to begin scouting the safe route to our site? Maybe leave some flagging or something for us to follow on the way there? 
Paul Rick. Um. Uh, <coughs> we're, we're all here. Sorry. First of all, that's not. A, I know the forest generally, but maybe not this specific area. No, like who? Like Phil and Ren, probably. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. probably one of them. So I turned to them. Are they're with us, right? Uh, they can be. They're with us. Um, okay. And so I turned to them, like, how well do you guys know this area? Uh, this this is Ren. She says, I, I know where Carver's tooth is. Like, I can figure that out. And the other two are nodding. Yeah. <laughs> About the same. About the same. Well, Ren, do you wanna do you wanna tackle that then? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, she turns and says, Phil and I, Phil and I will go now and leave blazes for you to follow. Yeah. Sure. Sounds good. Uh, good. Let's go. And Renlem and Filburn jog into the trees, disappearing into the underbrush. Just then, you turn around to see the poor, tired, protected remnants amassed before Elder Fallhide, Elder Yesrick, and the Lieutenant Colonel Try. 4,000 refugees are huddled together, looking to survive. Fallhide speaks. Good morning. I am coming forward to admit that these next uh, days are going to be extremely difficult, but we are called to respond. As I, as I told you earlier this morning, Letras has asked us to relocate in order to prevent more casualties than necessary, and we have agreed. To help us with that is Lieutenant Colonel Eric Atri, who is already taking command. I know that there are many people apprehensive about the aid of a Pandominion military leader and those who question the rationality of this choice when it comes to their presence in the Watch Forest that catalyzed this whole incident. Know that she has our full confidence of Elder Yesrick, Warden Orman, Presiding Druid Lyclas, and myself. During these next few days, she will be all of our leaders, even above Yesrick and me. She is the trained leader and under her guidance we will survive the coming attack. Uh, Try steps forward, again, magically projecting her voice. We are relocating to a high point to the northeast. It will give us a stronger opportunity for fortification and a prime defensive position. With the right fortification, even the most untrained citizens such as yourself can be successful combatants. When we arrive at the site this evening, we will be working in full force until the new moon. This march will be your rest. I appreciate the trust of you and your elders. I want the best for Isitalis, and I'm committed to your protection. Presiding Druid, is there anything you want to say? Um, no, let's get to work. Alaris, Morlande, and Grimton, you're with the Lieutenant Colonel and the two elders in front. Uh, Auric, you and Al are even before them, ahead of the rest, searching for signs and blazes left by Ren and Phil to indicate the trail forward. You're a few dozen yards ahead of the rest at a distance where you're able to listen to into the conversations behind if you choose, but are not necessarily involved in them unless you actively decide to be. Um, in this pseudo-privacy, Al turns to you, his face still mangled and scarred, and says, that devil-horned, blue-skinned woman I told you about, she, she was back again last night. He looks like he hasn't slept in three or four nights. <laughs> Wasn't I supposed to stay with him last night? We'll we'll say that you did, after your meeting with the elders. Did I see? Did I see her? 
because that's the thing, right? Like he he can see her, but but it like yeah. Let's let's see if you did. Give me first of all, give me a Constitution check to see if you were awake the whole time. See, yeah, that's that's that was gonna be my excuse for not having seen it is that I maybe fell asleep. I rolled eight. You didn't necessarily fall asleep totally, but you were kind of in and out in in that weird half conscious state when you were actively trying to be awake you were there that's my favorite (laughs) Uh, Um, give me an arcana check yeah i rolled like the the base roll is five so (laughs) six yeah you didn't see shit okay i'll be honest all real i I tried to stay awake as much as possible but i was definitely a little bit in and out this sort of ensuing conflict has been weighing on me and not, not to to say that it hasn't been weighing on you or that or to diminish the importance of what's afflicting you. Did, did did anything happen? She like tell me about your experience last night. She was just she was just there. Like t- tangibly there and I was it was like I was it's like I was petrified and couldn't reach out to touch her, to feel her or or fend her off, but I I look up and she's just looming over me looking into my eyes with this gruesome smile it's terrifying does your sense of paralysis prevent you from speaking like have you i haven't spoken so far like have you tried to have you have you tried to talk to her i honestly can't remember um i will do my best to stay up with you again this night but I feel like that's something that could be worth a try. It's definitely a little strange that she's there, and and honestly, all real, I believe you. I have no reason to doubt what you tell me, um, and so now I'm 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 taking the stance of trying to figure out what's going on and why. Talking might help. I mean, if you're if you're already paralyzed, it's not like like you're not going to do any harm by trying it. I feel. And it could bring you some truth that that might help. Do you think her presence has anything to do with the ensuing conflict? Like, how long have you been been seeing this? Only for the past two nights, maybe three. I, at this point, every night is just kind of running together because I haven't slept. That's fair. There were there were times when I don't think it was about the the conflict. I like I knew about the conflict before I started experiencing this. Give me an insight roll, I think. 17. Timing-wise, Auric, you feel like it might be linked to the uh, the trauma with the hag. Well, Aureal, this is definitely important. And at minimum, I want to help you um, so that you can sleep and are ready for what's coming. You have my word. I will stay awake tonight, and I will see see what my experience is, and then we can talk about it again in the morning. Thank you. If it helps, I'm sure we could probably find some time uh, later where you can take a nap, and I can watch over you. God. I really hope that's the case. We'll see if we can't steal a couple of hours sometime. Alaris... You hear your name being shouted behind you, getting closer and closer as, and the voice advances. You you turn around to see Mei Lin among the mass of remnants, and she looks out of breath. Uh, Alaris, I'm so glad I caught up to you. When the dwarves told me that you were leaving, I had to make sure that I saw you again. What? Hey, Mei Lin, what are you doing? This is not, it's not going to be safe here. You should probably go back. 
Well, we can, <laughs> believe me, I'm not planning on staying. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're not that important, Zach. But, I, but I've got something for you. <laughs> I've got something for you. And she reaches into her backpack and uh, behind her and pulls out uh, a rolled piece of paper. She says, this is a mirror page. Look, see at the top? It says, Dear Maylin. And then on the other side, it says, Dear Alaris. Um, and she, she flips it over quickly, and you see ink scrawled on... Uh, on one full page. See, you write under the Dear May Lynn part, and then I write under the Dear Alaris part on my own copy, and then we can send messages back and forth. And it'll stay there until, like, the next morning uh, when it gets wiped. That's really cool. That's it is really, really cool. cool. Very Chamber of Secrets. Very, very, very Chamber of Secrets. Sue us, J.K. Rowling. Alaris, I know that you're going to go on so many tremendous adventures, and I want to be a part of them, and I want to see the world with you but I, I have a life here in Letras. Will you write to me? Will you like tell me about your day, what you see and experience? Draw me pictures of the places that you go and the things that you see? Alaris, I, I want to be a part of your life more than our time at breakfast and kicking Leovold's ass allows. I, I want that too, Malin. I will definitely write you. And hopefully I'll be able to come back and visit. Stay in touch, okay? May I kiss you before I go? Of course. No. Go ahead, can you describe this for me? Uh, one of you three that is not Alaris. <laughs> like what we see, I think it should be Grimton. Yeah. <laughs> Grimton, you are you are right there. Uh, you're right yeah, you're there just beside like, Alaris like three feet behind this or something. Yeah. You're just like awkwardly well, a part of it. Well, since he's a dwarf, would he be like looking up there? Oh yeah. <laughs> so I see these two elves, or. Alpha and, or are they half elves? Alpha and a half elf? Correct, yeah. Alpha and a half, just towering over me. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't help but, like, think back to not any love interest that I've ever had, but seeing my brothers uh, go and pair themselves off back in her dearth. And I just kind of scoff as I pass by. I go, <laughs> 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 I give it a hundred years puppy love (laughs) (laughs) um so your your lips part and she looks at you and says be safe you're important go be a hero and she stops walking and is immediately absorbed by the bodies of the protected remnants on their march who are now clapping and cheering at the cuteness of the moment (laughs) uh so now you have a mirror page in your possession alaris and there is writing on one side of it. Well, I'm gonna read what it says. Dear Laris, thank you for the time we spent together. It was tremendous fun. You've got things to do and people to save, and while I can't be a part of those directly, I, I want to be on your journey with you. Hell, who knows? You might even save the world one day. More than anything, though, I want you to be safe. Take care of yourself, right when you can, and promise you'll see me again someday, even if it means I come to you. XOXOXO, Melee. Hey friends, it's Joe. It is episode 44 of Advantage. First, you'll probably notice that we've got a new numbering system for our episode titles. Uh, The patrons and the cast helped decide this new style to help prepare for a time when there are multiple story arcs in this feed. Someday soon, someday soon, dear listeners, you'll see one called Arc 2, Episode 1. And I can't wait for it. 
Uh, as always, thanks to those who helped make this show possible for even the possibility of an ARC 2. Blake Bost for their overture behind me, Daniel Grayling for our graphic art. Shoutouts to our Patreon supporters for making this show possible and loving us enough to keep offering their financial support. Uh, thank you all. And we try to show that with our reward perks. For example, those pledging $5 a month get to do hangouts and chats whenever we record, and $10 and up donors get to stay on the call for the actual recording itself. And when this arc is all said and done, all of them will be invited to the review of the campaign and like decompress with us in a Q&A episode. This week, a lot of new things have been happening in the Patreon world, and they've been a lot of fun to work with. Uh, I'll tease the announcement that also dropped in this feed today, so go check it out. Likewise, our handle for everything under the sun is at AdvantageDND. Uh, oh, for, for those of you who are new, our handle for everything under the sun is at AdvantageDND. Uh, if you're new, know that we love chatting with folks on Twitter, uh, and I hope to see you there. For those of you who have listened to the whole thing, because we're entering the finale of Arc 1, we're going to be doing a mailbag episode at its conclusion, and so you're aware we've still got plenty of time, uh, but start thinking about the questions that you want to ask about the cast, the characters, or the world. We love all of it. You can send those to us on Facebook, Twitter, or to our email, advantagednd at gmail.com. Um, again, those Patreon members of the $10 and up tier are advantage to record with us as we discuss the show, story, and arc, and whatever the hell else comes up. Uh, if you can, donate at patreon.com slash advantage dnd, and pretty please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. All right, let's get back to the show. Thank you. So time passes, and it's afternoon now. Uh, like, it hasn't been too long since since we last uh, last broke, but... Uh, Auric, on the trail, uh, the trail that you and Al are following has guided you down to the bank of the Charmed River, along that trail that runs between Letris and Isotalos. It's only a wagon's width across, and the 4,000 protected remnants are, are loud and clumsy as they crash through the trees. You approach the spot where you discovered the young dwarf that drew me granite foot as she was wade fishing. Marge the Barge was banked here last you knew, but... Where is it now? In fact, you know, where? when did you see Neovan last? Two nights ago? It's It's been a minute. So the barge is just, like, super not there? It's just super not there. <laughs> is this just me not remembering that we told her to do something, or is this straight up, like, the barge is just gone? The barge is just gone. So this is, like, coming out of... We talked about using it strategically, but then I think we were like, nah. So, we so should, this is... We should just have her stay there. This is like coming out of something to find your car, not where you left it. Yes. Like, but then, and then also, the, you also haven't seen the person that you went to Walmart with in a few days. <laughs> You've just been in Walmart wandering around That's the aisles. That's probably uh, in southern Arkansas. So I turned, I, I turned to All Real. Uh, All Real. Yeah, I don't know where it is either. So it's not just me. Like you definitely are noticing. No, it okay. was definitely here. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop back right quick. You you keep on leading forward. I've got to talk to my people. I'll be back up here in a yeah, minute. Yeah. Okay. So like I come back to find whoever's closest. I guess. Yeah. All three of y'all are right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey guys. Yeah. 
Do y'all notice a certain important vacancy, namely that of Marge the Barge? Oh, that's problematic. Well, I'll be darned. Wow. I really was expecting, <laughs> like, more significant, uh, like, what? Like, <laughs> this is a big um, deal, guys. There are people we care about Nia on Van it. Do Nia Van could have just... Well, why would Nia Van have taken it? Farther down. Maybe, maybe she got overran. Maybe they took it. Yeah, do oh. we see signs of a struggle? No signs of a struggle. No. Uh... Where is uh is the is the person still around? The what's her name? The you what? just told uh, I'm me. Sorry, the who? You just told me what her name is and I forgot. The person who was fishing that we talked to. Oh, Thatrumi? No. Thatrumi. So Thatrumi's not around at all. Uh actually, you know what? She might be. Grimton, you you did see Thatrumi with uh the dwarves. She's here. Do you think we could ask Thatrumi like she was the last person to be here? But that was that was still a while back, right? That was still two days ago. Well, that we was two days ago. See if she where, came back and fished. Yeah, like, like that's her fishing spot, man. Like she probably comes back more regularly than we did. I mean, sure. She. I mean, I guess that is the best lead we have. Because like we can't stop the column right now. Like we all need to keep marching. <laughs> but this is yeah. important. Not only are those our friends, like Neovan is a friend. But, like, that's also an important resource, potentially, so we should figure out where that barge went. Yeah, uh, I could also turn into, like, a small bird and flitter up the river really quick and see if I can find her. Would you do that, and Grimton, would you head back and see if you can find the Trumi? I need to go back up to the front with Allreal. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, you can go one way, and then I'll Unseen Servant, and I'll have him go the other way and look. Then we can all can be like we were doing something. Look. Yeah, like yeah. can can it like see for you? It's not the unseeing servant. The unseeing servant. What's it gonna do? Like come back and talk? Can it talk? Well, it can do simple tasks, so it could probably write. I want you to try this so that we're forced to see what happens. Sure, go for it. So Grimton, you are I guess like standing still, waiting for yeah. the rest of the people to walk by. And Ulrich, you jog back up to Allreal, who's still forging down the trail. And the pair of you see more Linde in the form of... Uh, a sparrow. In the form of a sparrow, dart farther ahead along the river. And I'm going to say that more Linde eventually see Marge the Barge on the bank. And you see Neovan sitting on the deck. And this is maybe like four miles down the river. Yeah, I mean, we didn't tell... Do we... Like, Nia Van is her own person. She can park her boat where she likes. <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, I'm actually, I'm going to land on the bank as to not scare her, turn back into my normal person form, and then walk over and say, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, hey, Moreland. <laughs> can I call you that? Like, are we close enough for yes, that now? Yes, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, Phil and Ren said to let you know that they went east here up the hill. So they went east from right from there from where you are yeah um why is the boat this far up um partially because they wanted me to move it move it and partially because i i just felt overwhelmed by the idea of being around these italians again um i i i abandoned them more than day i I left with Cyanidel, and I'm, sh I'm not I'm not one of them the same way that the others are. That was... Nevan, that was a long time ago, and that was influenced by so many other things going on. 
and you've grown so much and done so much and honestly like you've helped us out so much like I feel like you're practically you like you are a hero like people are gonna write songs about you one day about how you like drove this boat down a river and helped the presiding druid and all these other people like protect an entire group of people who are about to get attacked like I mean I'm currently trying to have a very positive outlook about how things are going to turn out but <laughs> but like you're part of the good guys if this was good and bad I'm not sure that the line is that you know black and white but you're 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 still part of the good guys <laughs> and and I know that and I am sure that if you went back to the protecting remnants, you would know that as well. Uh, or not, you would. If you went back up the river to the protected remnants, they would know that too. Um, especially with all you've done to take care of us. We're gonna have a a, a meanwhile situation. Grimton, you are down with the dwarves. So I see, uh, I see Thetrumi. Uh, I go up to her. And I say, have you been back to your fishing spot in the last couple days? I mean, we're basically at it now. Right. Have you been back here in the last couple days? Not really. That's all I needed. Oh, Thank uh, you. Okay. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, again, uh, Alaris, you've sent off your unseen servant to somewhere. You're still a few yards behind the warden scouts and... The lieutenant colonel is giving you updates on the rest of the panda minion is doing. Awesome. She's telling you that the reports are, say that, like, Kolgafir is no longer just occupies the Fortress of Peace, but is also now holding the port town of Tidesswallow on the muddy mouth of the river Nogalar. Despite that, Tri says, the southern redoubt is coming along fine. Physically, at least. The earthworks are done, and we've got a stockade built for temporary protection. The engineers from Havenmere have been helping plan the future stonework. It's a shame that it looks like it will never be put to use, though, since the army is no longer threatening ha Havenmere. Yeah, yeah. That was our bad. Well, that's unfortunate. Like, how's the... Like, are they just going to keep trying to send more troops up north? Yeah, they're actually... They're, they're taking the small force that we had at the Southern Redoubt and still uh, slowly paring it down. It looks like we're going to kind of have a skeleton crew at the fortress. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't seem like you need it at all. Like... It's kind of unfortunate that we even suggested getting it built in the first place, in a way. <laughs> I guess fortunate that you were still close to Havenmere so we could get you to come help us, but... That is really um, good. And this is so much more fun than what's happening at the Southern Redoubt right now. Do you remember that whole situation with our, that arbitrator Runehead? Yeah, yeah. Well, after we exchanged words, she went and got in touch with the court of light about me not giving a shit about the consecratedness of the chapel um grimton you're you're slowly coming into this conversation you can join in whenever okay. uh not giving a shit about the consecratedness of the chapel they sent me a new chaplain to replace that deva and canis who was killed in the burn except this time arathis couldn't spare deva from her astral dominion of uh hestivar Go ahead and both of you give me a religion check. Well, uh, 22. Dang. 12. Alaris, you know that Hestivar is shared with Ayun and Paylor. 
she led the court to a pious Asimir, who's Asimar? I'm never sure how to pronounce it. Who's really starting to piss me off. So essentially you were just ready for a change of scenery? Yeah. Uh, I hate this lady. Her name is Adaway Pius, and if the name doesn't give it away, she comes from this long line of hyper-religious family from Temple. Adaway is basically raised for this, theoretically at least, and was delighted to learn that she was divinely connected. She's just all idealistic and academic and has no sense of the reality of building a fortress and m managing a battalion of soldiers. Mm -hmm. I needed to get away. Oh, it's so good to be here. Who's in charge in, in your stead? Great question. I didn't really think about it. <laughs> <laughs> when you called me, it was like, I don't know, 9 o'clock at night, and I just kind of immediately left my post. They'll figure it out. It's fine. <laughs> just left? Just abandoned it? Hopefully it's not out of way. It's probably out of way. You either think they'd give... consider you AWOL, would you? Maybe you should, uh... uh I should give them... I should write a letter. You should write... <laughs> contact them somehow? Potentially. If they want me, they can find me. How? They've got magic. How would they... Like, can they, like, just trace you? Well, I mean, they've got that, like, whole s sending stuff that you two used when you were contacting me. Sure, but that, how, does that really make them find you? I would... I, they can get in contact with me, and I can tell them where I am. I so mean, sure. you left without telling anyone? Yes. And they haven't contacted you yet? Uh, moving on. <laughs> you should be prepared for something completely different than what you left <laughs> when yeah. you get back. You're really, not, you're really not giving me any motivation to go home here. It sounds, it, sounds like, it sounds like they were ready for you to leave as much as you were ready to leave. Oh, did I tell you that Herdurth weaponry is being discovered in skirmishes with Kolgafir? You oh, did not. Oh, no. When you say Herdurth weaponry, do you mean Warforged? No, thank God, not Warforged. Um, I mean, like, like Warhammers and Warpicks and axes and that sort of weaponry grimton do uh do they readily trade like does her earth re readily trade with other kingdoms with weapons and stuff not as far as i was aware we were pretty self-sustaining and we would make money off of trade through right but, but mostly through taxing right yeah we didn't export anything really that's scary mr steadyhand any updates on warforged uh we had a run-in with some here we oh, goodness. were nearly captured by some, but were able to escape thanks to March the Deathbringer. But I'm I'm sorry, who? Just a badass gnome, who is also the namesake of uh, the barge that we travel on. Wait. So you you battle? Oh goodness gracious! <sighs> Tell me that. Herdurth isn't planning on expanding into the Watch Forest. Please um, tell me that. She lo she's looking you dead in the eyes. Please tell me that. Yeah, he is. As a matter of fact... Well, shit. That might have been the original intention of the Warforged. Not necessarily to protect the border, but to expand it. What does that mean for... Oh, God. It means a two-front... It means a two-front war, Lieutenant Colonel, and it's not going to be pretty. And which, if they have, uh, Herd Earth weapons, 
then that means they're probably in an alliance of some sort. That there's a purposeful two-front war going on. Yeah. So maybe Shit. maybe the Southern Redoubt is more important than we gave it credit for. going to cut there. Uh, Ulrich, ahead you see Marge the Barge on the bank. Oh, and Moreland Day, sitting there with her. Yep. Sitting there with the barge. Also, Neovan. <laughs> just the Neovan is also there. You do see, you see two people. <laughs> I just kind of wave or something, because like I'm, I, that's all I wanted to know was where it is, and seeing that Morlinde is over there, I assume that any situation is is being taken care of. So I just kind of give a wave to like acknowledge that I see them, but then I kind of just press on doing what I'm doing, leading the leading the column up to Carver's teeth. Neovan definitely waves back. I also wave back. No, that was too, that was too long of a pause. You, you I just like <laughs> stared at him for no, like no, no. she for, like, she waves seconds. yeah and then waves after I've already turned back you're like oh oh okay I missed it like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. as the rest of the remnants march forward and see who Morlinde is talking to some among the crowd start to shout Neovan's name Fallhide runs forward with a smile on her face and immediately hugs Neovan around the waist <laughs> I told you I'm so glad you're okay. I hear you decided to join us. Grab your stuff, Neovan. Get in line. This is Neovan's boat. Neovan is the captain. Oh, like You'll have to tell me all about it. <laughs> Neovan, are you comfortable leaving the barge here and coming with us? I mean, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> cool. Come on, let's go. <laughs> like, We're like, not going to just... haul it, I'll tell you that. Uh, if only nope. we would have had, like, dragon wings or something that we could make this thing fly, that would have been really cool, except... That's a side quest for later. <sighs> Joe's side quest bitterness is one of my favorite things about this show. This entire show. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just imagine, like, every time we completely ignore something, him just, like, tearing pages and throwing them away. It's like, <laughs> fine then, you know? I have a whole ritual where I literally, like, burn these in a symbolic act. And, and like a shedding like a single tear for all the stuff we ignored. All the hard, all work. The hard work. So you're gaining altitude now as you make your way to the crest of this particular carver's tooth. Auric, you're probably the most familiar with this area even though it isn't within the Italian hold. And right now the forest still rises above you. But you know that at some point the trees stop and the rest of the mountaintop is dominated by a boulder field, scrub grasses, and low shrubs. Morlinde, as you march, suddenly a foot-tall humanoid dressed in leathers appears in front of you, hovering with dragonfly wings. Hello, presiding druid! Then more and more of them come out of uh, invisibility. You find your party among hundreds of these fae. Perhaps hundreds, hundreds of, thousands. of thousands. I love the hundreds of and thousands. <laughs> You you hear someone you hear someone behind you shout, "Damn sprites!" And uh, the lot of you turn around to see a rock soaring through the air, and uh, and then a volley of arrows be returned, and the ah. assaulter be instantly knocked out. Shit. You know we'd really appreciate that not happening again, Presiding Druid. It's getting kind of old. Orlando Beach yeah. Tale. 
How are you? We're so glad to see you. They're so glad to see you. <laughs> what? I'd like to shake Orlando Beachell's tiny hand. Um, his tiny hand is only a little smaller than your also small tiny hand. hand. <laughs> you know, he has a tiny hand. I have a small hand. It's different. Okay. So yeah, we shake. Um, wait, more, 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 Linda. In that moment, you also, uh, in in the moment of those two touching hands, it reminds you of your obligation to knit Orlander Beachtail oh, a pair of extra mittens. extra small mittens. Yes. <laughs> Whoops. I'm gonna not say anything about it and hope he forgot because I will eventually get to it. It just hasn't happened yet. <laughs> uh, Which is like Orlander the story says, of my life, TBH. <laughs> As Sarah or as Morlinde, or both? Uh, more as Sarah than as Morlinde. I would hope that Morlinde is more on top of her shit. Uh, Orlander says, All right, here's the situation. The Tempest Oath has about 1,500 warriors. And I mean, like, trained warriors with bows and arrows with that blue fletching that hit really well. The ones that you've got, like, two of on your quiver right now, Ulrich. We've, we, so we've been practicing our poisons on them like we've agreed, and they've got smart to it real quick at first we would knock out some and they'd go into like search mode and try to find out if someone was assaulting them but w once they once they realized it was us uh and that the poison was just like hardcore sleeping drafts they kind of calmed down a lot they expect us now what what i'm saying is that like they're not going to be a surprise asset we won't be like yeah we won't be like hundreds of thousands go knock them all out I mean, the good news is it does not come all out. True. Like, it's it's doing a really good job about that. It was worth getting that uh, special herb from the hag. Like, that was a good side quest that you two went on, that the, the four of you went on. That was... Orlando, I feel like even, even if they're prepared for there to be sprites, suddenly having hundreds of thousands of beings appear in the middle of something is still off-putting. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't... Uh... You say looking around at the hundreds yeah. of thousands that are currently swarming around There's you. There's no way to devalue your ability to be invisible and then suddenly not. Um, it's it's always <laughs> it, it's always quite a spectacular moment. So I should let you know that with with these warriors is like a team of a thousand really angry elves that don't look especially trained. Most of them uh, don't appear to have any weapons, but are carrying backpacks and hauling supplies to as support for the army. Are, are, are those your zealots? Probably. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yep, those are our zealots. How convinced do you how convinced did they look of like how how excited did they look about the current job that they were doing? Were, were they really mad? Like really, really mad? Um, I mean, if I were to draw their faces on a piece of paper. Would it be a frowny face? I would it, they would be a frowny face but also like the jiggy jaggy, really intense squiggles, mm -hmm. and then angry eyebrows. Oh. And angry eyebrows. Okay, well, okay, one could hope. So they're about a, a day's march away, and are, are, as far as we can tell, are still planning on getting to Letras at the new moon. But since you're not gonna be there, do you want us to figure out a way to uh, have them battle wherever it is you're going? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I guess they're not, they're not gonna absolutely know for sure where you're at in order to kill you if they're just gonna march straight on to Letris, you know? I mean, sure. We want to divert them away from Letris. We don't want them to go there. But you can let them get semi-close. Like, you know, like, 
take as much time to go the wrong direction as possible before coming back to us. I guess so, but I just don't want the, the people of Letras to be in any danger if it can be avoided. Sure, obviously. No one wants anyone from Letras to be harmed in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, we would prefer them know where we are, I guess. Uh, yeah, okay, we can make that happen. D can you do it tomorrow? We're obligated to do whatever you need us to. Or just to give you some more information here, because I wrote it in the script and because it's necessary. Um, every night, the leaders get together in their tent. They're... There appear to be, like, three key people involved. A younger, muscly elf. The typo in my notes say musically. Musically elf. Oh, I like musically. That's great. A, a younger, muscly elf who's been leading the Tempest Oath. Uh, an older elf with a druidic air about them. And then another wearing clothes like you two in Beach Tail points to Elders Fallhide and Yesric. Uh, Yesrik asks, any sign of Elder Melame, um, a woman in these same sorts of robes? Nope, just those three. Uh, roll me an insight check. 19. 12. Oh boy, this is going to be good. I rolled 11. Uh, 12. Alaris, with that insight roll, you recognize that Melame is probably with the non-combatants at the Rock of Visions. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Mathematically, 3,300 left with the Zealots and only 1,000 are, are marching with the army. Cool. And how many do we have total again? Uh, of the remnant itself is about four thousand strong. That's not including the dwarves from her dearth or the hundreds of thousands. So we do technically have a numbers advantage. I mean, obviously, highly trained soldiers are like probably three to one regular non-trained soldier person. Um, so then it's basically equal. You should also know that uh, presiding druid Kareth is not with oh. the army. That's interesting. That's really interesting. We looked and looked, and we never found them there. We did find them, though, and they asked us not to tell you where they are, and so we won't. <laughs> okay. Do you want us to send a send them a message for you to them? Wait, to Kareth? Who or what? Yeah. I mean, or I guess to the Tempest Oath. Maybe after we but get, like settled in. Do you know why they're not with the rest of the group? I uh, didn't think to ask. I mean, Carrot's been relatively MIA since they since we voted. <laughs> so do you want us to send him a message or not? Enough sure, so talking send, about send him a message. What do you want us to say? You should tell him to come, fa come fa meet us face to face. Mm. I think we should get all set up first and then we need to we should have, like, a, a meeting point, because, like, I think Carrot is a bit of a free agent in this, but I don't think they're on our side, per se. Uh, I've already communicated with some of the druids from the Circle of the Land. I should have a meeting set up with Carrot and some other uh, presiding druids okay. already. I'm not sure when and where that's going to happen, but I did set that in motion. So then it's a good thing that they're not... Uh, with the rest of everyone. I, th I think so. Okay. I think it's we a good don't, sign. Don't send Carrot the message. Yeah, I don't think we need to. So no mess no message then? No messages. Thanks, thanks, Erlander. Thank you, yeah, for, you for all of your wonderful information. Wait, we should send him a message. Wait. We should just say hi, but like not say <laughs> who it's from. 
Do y'all remember how like Facebook used to do the the pokes? I don't know if it still does it you anymore. Can, you, but nobody. You can still <laughs> poke people. Let's, let's send just send them a poke. Let's send a poke. <laughs> just like Orlando shows up, pokes them, vanishes. <laughs> the protected remnants have poked you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those just like sit there. Like, <laughs> just, I have just to let them know there's someone out there. All right, good luck. And they disappear. All of them, all at once, disappear. <laughs> just like wink out. Just like. Like, n Boop. no sound or anything, just sudden... Like a Thanos snap, just... Oh. <laughs> oh. I too, don't know what that means. Too soon, yes. too soon. <laughs>
Like, I think it's adorable. Redundancy, my ass. Redundancy is lovely. <laughs> There's certain things you just don't get tired of. Damn. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I said the F word, and I need it to not be on the show. Cut this next one out, too, though. Especially with all you've done to take care of us. Um, and especially because, like, we might really need the boat later <laughs> to take care of those people. Ah. And also, I'm a tool. I get it. I'm a really great utility for you. It would be funny and like the, oh, darn, not like the haha funny, if that were like somehow to justify the Pandominion's southward expansion, given that they're losing ground in the north. Right, <laughs> using, yikes. using like a thread of like, oh, these like radicalized zealots, we need to protect from them, so let's keep pushing our southern border. Anyway. Boy, that would be funny, huh? <laughs> oh darn oh my gosh oh no <laughs> what have we done what uh Morlinda you're not around I know I'm you not sh there shut the hell up <laughs> or if you want I do out, like was... getting good herb from the hag <laughs> nice uh, RX is 420 blaze it am I right <laughs> But like this. This is Joe. She's showing a picture. Hold on, I see. <laughs> no, your picture's been frozen online it. for like. Yeah, I. You're. Now. You're. Oh. Well. Oh no, I saw. I do it. see your great. picture, and it That's is good. weird because I picture. can see Joe and Sarah now. So. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Joe, can you put it in a messenger? Uh no. We put it on Twitter. Type a message, <laughs> and then you. Oh yeah, I can do it on Google. Oh, that's actually way easier. Yeah, do that. You should t tweet it as uh, Orlander's <laughs> artist depiction of the Celts. I will. That's exactly what I will or, do. Or, or just something really vague, like, this is what impending doom looks like, you know? <laughs> the face of impending doom, you know? Um, that's fair. Oh, shoot, I'm sorry. Sorry. Sarah, you're gonna take some Satan pills? Yeah. Is that what that was for? That is, I knew that it! That is for my Satan pills. <laughs> uh, you mean Satan? Satan pills? What, like the sausage? Like the fake sausage? Yeah, like the veggie, like the meat substitute? Yeah, give me literally one minute, guys. I gotta go take my birth control. What about Santa Ugh. pills? <laughs> or Santa? Hail Santa? Zana? Hail the, Santa. The, the villain from Code Lyoko? I don't know Code Lyoko. Jeez, Code Lyoko. Going deep. Yeah, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't thought about that in a while. I've also got a P. Wells here tap. Have Have any of you watched My Hero? What? Like My Hero Academia? No. I've seen, like the first, I've seen the first season and I really liked it. Yeah, it's super good. I need to Probably, keep watching it. You guys are Probably. literally like the fifth people to recommend that to me. Like, it, like if you if you like anime at all, um, they, which I generally like do. Finn's they do this gag with uh, one of the characters who's uh, 
you learn this like episode one, so it's not really a big spoiler. Mm-hmm. He's like the top hero, but his powers are like decreasing basically. Yeah. So he can only sustain his like buff hero e form for a limited period of time like an hour or so yeah and when he's not that he's like this really scrawny guy emaciated man or and he just like randomly will be talking and he'll have like blood drip out of his mouth and it makes me what laugh heck? almost every single time yeah because he's like super sick or whatever and he's um, so nonchalant about it he's like oh mm, hey it's like, <laughs> very uh have y'all seen uh, Full Metal Alchemist? Uh, yes, yeah. most of it, I think. I mean, yes, yeah, so th- I've seen all of the first one. I don't know if I've seen all of Brotherhood. Brotherhood is great, but it's like like their teacher. How do, she'll do that? She's just like, Bleh! like I don't know her, but like generally for more serious reasons. Um, Finn's but got me watching this one. Watch it. That's called. I've, I'm trying to remember what it's called. It's about terrorists. It's about these, like, two kids and they're terrorists. It's, a uh, They're terrorists? Terrorists. Yeah, like, they are bombing things. Oh, no. Um, you, you sort of assume that there's, like, a good reason for it. Uh, and they... Like, the fir- in the first couple episodes, you see them blow up this, like, big, huge building. But they... The way they do it... The like they set off the fire alarm first, so everybody evacuates, and like they wanted to destroy the building to make a statement, but they didn't actually like really want to hurt anybody. It's called Terror in Resonance, not Resident, but Resonance, like resonates. Um, hmm. it's 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 interesting. It's and it it has one of the features of anime that I always enjoy, and that's that like it doesn't run very long, like it's a shorter anime. So it's a nice, yeah. like, complete little story arc yeah. and you don't have to... Yeah, a concise little arch. Yeah. I I like those. I tend to prefer... It's weird, because I like grand things, you know? Like, I like huge epic stories. But I guess I, I like it better when there's a when it feels like there's a plan and not like they just kept making episodes because nobody stopped them. Sure. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if you've watched... We're getting off subject now, but... The Fate Stay series. Really? Uh-uh. Um, in general, you should watch the Fate Stay series. They're all very grand things because they're all like this battle for the Holy Grail and all these heroic heroes from the past and everything. But they're all very concise, and each season is its own like story that's all just tied into one. I keep I like getting that. ads for the mobile game come up on like my Facebook feed though. All right, so back to D and D's. Back to D and D. There he is, that handsome son of a bitch. I mean, Carrot's been relatively MIA since they. Since All I want to do is. Bow, 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 bow. Cha ching and take your money. I still. Thank you. MIA? No? Okay. <laughs> I like every single remix of that song, too. You know how somebody covers it and you're like, this is amazing! And then somebody else covers it and you're like, this is amazing! Like. Sorry. Have you have you seen the um, MIA's Paper Planes performed with a like 18th century musket? <laughs> no. <laughs> and it's all and it's, I want to do like, is. And then it's like 27 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dumbest thing. Steve. Uh, oh, Steve is gone. What? Oh no. Steven's gone. He's Rest like, that was Steven. too much. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's the lot for Steven. Oh, he is gone. 
Somebody text and make sure. I'm sure you're still recording, but that's problematic. Uh, Sarah, shoot him a text. Yee. Yee? Yee. Yeah. Yee? Yee? So do the three of you want to continue playing Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> so do you want us to send him a message or not? Enough sure, so talking send, about... Send him a message. <laughs> and a pillar yeah. of light appeared from the sky. Oh, Elevated calling Ulrich. me now. Um. Hello, Steven. Hey, Joe. Yeah, what? I think my computer died, but hold on. Hold oh, on. shit. Okay. Hold on. Uh-huh. Okay. So, my recording saved. Good. Let me rejoin the call. Cool. Hey, okay. Okay, so basically exactly when you cut off. So Yeah, that's fine. Do you wanna Oh yeah. Do you want us to keep recording or do you want the rest of us to stop? I mean we can just um, keep recording. Like if Yeah, we'll, if Steven's we'll keep recording there, and then you can clap back in. Yeah. Now okay, now I'm recording. Do you wanna like clap yeah. again or I don't know? <laughs> yeah. Um one, two, three. Okay. So Sorry you want us to send him a, a message? I wasn't. It didn't like alert Wait, what me, happened? and I wasn't paying attention. My <laughs> I, my computer just died. I didn't have it plugged in. No, Alric, what? You just disappeared for a second. That was very weird. <laughs> um, I can I honestly say, Orlander, that I don't know what just happened, but I've seen some things. I think Carith is a bit of a free agent in this, but I don't think they're on our side, per se. We should sign like, him to a five-year contract. I, uh... Like, our, might, our my... for the Lakers for $154 million. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I have a lot of feelings about all of that. Um, I don't have any idea what any of y'all talk about. NBA Sports drugs. balls. Uh, Sports anyway. balls. Half this episode was dedicated to Croatia and England. 